Hello, my friends! Are you in the mood for a great-tasting all-natural soda? Well, it's been a really hot summer this year, and after you've been out cutting the yard or playing outdoors, you want a really good drink. Well, try a naughty soda! We make our sodas with all-natural fruit juices and spices. We also use pure cane sugar and agave nectar to sweeten them. If you like a nice, clean fruit flavor or a great root beer that's not too sweet, our naughty sodas are just for you. Naughty Soda, all natural sodas, made with all natural juices, spices, and sweeteners. Available at your local Georgia Growler store. Enjoy a naughty soda today! Hello, I'm Piggle, and this is another Achieving Reality, the podcast. I heard that Miss Tina was recuperating from the unnameable internet, and so I came down from the North Pole to help out and see what it's like. Today, the gentleman will be explaining about thermodynamics, string theory, and the infinite expanse of our universe. Wow, these fellas are really smart. Well, I guess you should grab a notebook and a pencil, a cold naughty soda, and enjoy. See you at the finishing. So, since we actually have a topic today, oh, really, and it's something that you you enjoyed, I and, did. and we're uh, I thought and this and, was our pumpkin cake we made. It's a pumpkin cake. Yes, and we're kind of like an upside down bunk cake. Yes, <laughs> and we're <laughs> uh, self censoring podcast. <laughs> And I, I and well, and and quite what uh, a horrible thing did you have to say about bun cakes? <laughs> is it something I, I said? <laughs> was it that bad, Larry? You really didn't want to tell me this? No, he was telling me what he said that got her the oh, first time, so like, it got her the second time. Really? Oh my goodness, what's going on here? I thought it was yummy. Uh, you're a little disappointed that this is what it is. Your ringtone? Not my ringtone, ass face. The last Pink Floyd album. The latest, for those of us who are still holding out hope. Uh, well, that's fine. They call it the last. The last. It's the Endless endless River. The Endless River. Yeah, the Endless yeah. River. Yeah. So what do you think of it? Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Just making sure the things are recording. Uh-huh. Otherwise, we have to do this all over again. Not, well, I can't promise the Harugis. <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to take some timing to be able to text you at just the right moment. <laughs> like that? <laughs> wow, you're amazing, Chris. I know, and I got the timing down right, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must not be important, otherwise you'd have... It's, it's Sarah. Uh, Dave's daughter. Okay. She She's at? telling me, she asked me if we had any apple pie. She wants to give some to her friend. No, you're saving it all for me. Yeah, you got the money? No. We'll give you the whole keg. Well, how much you want for a keg? $79. Mm, don't think I'm paid it. <laughs> I don't have it on me. Uh, well, then we're not saving it for you. You take a card? You swipe the card? No. A Dave can. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want me to get him over here? No, because he'll swipe it and then put you in like $790. No, he wouldn't do that. <clears throat> Plus with tax, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a lot of tax. Tax and service fees. 700% tax. Service fees. Service fees. No, we wouldn't charge you the rental fee for the kegs. 
Uh, I had to leave the cake here and just take the stuff out of it. <laughs> when's, your, when's your payday? I mean, can you wait that Friday? Two oh, weeks. Time. Oh, two Molly! Weeks. Molly! <laughs> I'm going to go over here. Molly! She's and, happy now. And. She's happy. She has no. no dog. I was going to say, and sits underneath the tree, but no. <laughs> uh, so, what'd you think of it? Oh, well. Well, I think it's twofold. Yes, I mean, uh, well, I like good. I like the album. Okay. But I don't necessarily feel that it should really be its own album. You don't think it should be its own album? I don't know if it's strong enough to be a complete work on its own. Yeah. It probably would have been a better served being a second disc to the 20th anniversary release of Division Bell. That's the one I was trying to think of earlier. Because all of, the, all of this album is taken from outtakes from that recording session. Right. So I think it probably would have better served to put it out as part of the 20th anniversary of the Division Bell rather than making it its own thing. Oh, well, you're not the only person who thinks that. Because the guys on Spotify, a lot of them are torn. Yeah. Between it being really good, because I, I like parts it. Of, parts of it are really good. I, I really like it. It's really good for just sitting there and chilling out. Because when I listen to it, I'm always doing something else. I'm always in the banana room, but I'm always doing something else. And it's great for background music or for just, you know, sitting on the floor, staring at the ceiling, <laughs> smoking a fat one out of your hunkle ear. But, uh, As you're known to do so often. Yeah. Uh, but. Such a rebel. There are a lot of people who said basically the same thing you did. You know, that it's good, but it should have been tacked on to something else that's like extras or something. Or a continuation. Because it. Or, it does seem piecemeal. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Especially the, the first 14 minutes are really good, really solid. The second half gets a little, what's that, piecemeal. It kind of doesn't hang together as well. Yeah. It's not like one consistent thought. It's Like this. Yeah. <laughs> like our podcast. Yeah. One consistent thought all the way through. <laughs> no, we're never one consistent thought. So... Yeah, whereas I like it, I just don't know that it's deserving of its own release. Yeah, well, they wanted to put something out. Well, they, they kept saying that this we wanted to put out a 21st century Pink Floyd album. No, this was definitely not 21st century. Well, the I mean, did they just wanted to put it out in the 21st century? The technology is 21st century, but the, the recording is still 1994. Yeah. So the original recording... I don't know how much of the original recording is actually left. Really? Well, I mean, they say all the Richard Wright stuff is taken from those tapes. But in the articles I've been reading, they say, we use those tapes as a basis for this, that, and the other. So I don't know how much of it was actually there and how much of it was re-recorded. Well, that's kind of neat. I didn't even know that. Well, I'm, I mean, they already said that and Nick Mason and David Gilmore recorded new material to put over it and they had other musicians come in and record stuff over it. So I don't know how much of the original material is actually in the final product. No, oh, there you go. Sorry, I'm stretching. <laughs> you turn it into the whole thing. Hulk Young! Hulk Young! Now we'll have to get him a green uh, green shirt. Hulk Dap! And purple shorts. I used to have those in college. I had a pair of long purple pants that I shredded from the knee down. 
So you can go as Bruce Banner. So I looked like the, running around as the Hulk. They called me the Hulk in the dorm. Actually, they call me the Bulk, but whatever. But I, I really enjoy it. I have it on Spotify, so I didn't pay anything for it. But I have to listen to commercials during it. So. No, that ruins the whole thing. It does. It breaks well, it up. It makes it better. To, no, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it breaks it up even more. I'm not willing to pay the 10 bucks a month right now for Spotify Premium, so... Well, it's designed to be four 14 to 15-minute pieces. Yeah. And that's because they wanted to put it out on vinyl. Right. And I think that's only because they wanted to put it out on vinyl. They did that. Um, Is it out on vinyl? Yeah. Oh. Um, side one, side two, side three, and side four. Oh, so it's double vinyl set. Yeah. And, I was uh, wondering what that was about, the whole side thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pay that close of attention. I was just like, oh, hey, it's on, click. Hey, that's really mellow. <laughs> like, I'm in the mood for this. Uh, and then bust out the hookalier. <laughs> like I said, the, the first movement, as they call it, is really strong. The second so one... So that was right when they first got started, dropping that deuce. The second one was uh, not quite as good, but it was pretty good. They're almost done. Yeah. The third and fourth one didn't hold together as well. And that's when the diarrhea kicked in. Do you think they'll put out another album after this? According to them, no. Well, according to Gilmore, no. Well, yeah, who cares what Gilmore thinks? He's been saying no for decades, so... But Nick Mason said there's still additional footage... Footage. There's still uh, stuff left. He said that'll probably appear on... Either the next Gilmore solo album or his next solo album, one or two. Yeah. Uh, since we're on Pink Floyd, I don't know if you've heard... Get off them. They're old. <laughs> <laughs> Although they don't look as old as yes. Oh, God. Or the Rolling Stones, who should have been dead 13 years ago. Well, I told you about that when me and Talon went to see Yes and Sticks over at the... Um, whatever the amphitheater is up here. Verizon Wireless? Yeah. Because we got there a little late, and so Yes was already on stage. Turning around about there. And when we walked through, my first thought was like, oh, they've got an opening band. <laughs> and I got, got kind of looking, I was like, oh, Chris Squire brought his grand to play. That's the suite of him. And I got looking, oh my God, that is Chris Squire. Because oh. <laughs> I've got this image in my head of Yes, and this yeah. is from like the Yes album. Yeah, right. And I just something in me just naturally assumed that I'd get there and they would be look exactly they, the same. They would look something close to what this I is remember. what they looked like in the eighties. Something close they to what age I remember. All. And boy howdy, they, they <laughs> boy howdy, they 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 aged. Yeah, yeah, badly. Have you seen a picture of uh, Bob Baldwin. Barker? He still shows up on film. He did. I didn't know that he was almost not. You can see through him now. Oh my gosh. He looks bad. I mean, he well, got he's... he got done with the show, and Age just punched him in the face five times. Age just punched him in the face when he was doing the show. That's why he quit doing yeah. the show. Well, he, he he. I mean, we're talking. Yeah, I think that's why Carson... Keith Richards still looks more dead than he does, <laughs> but still, I still think that's why Carson stopped doing it because Age was really setting in. And oh, Johnny. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't well. He wasn't as fast, and I think he he might have had a lung cancer scare too. Well, he you know died shortly <laughs> thereafter. So yeah, he's starting to say about the Macaulay. No, Macaulay Culkin just looks horrible. Yeah. Did you see that he died the other day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very funny. 
He's like, I did? <laughs> they said that uh, Cause he was in Fluffy a- died the other day, too, a couple of weeks ago. Fluffy? Uh, the comedian. Oh, Gab- uh, Gabriel Iglesias? Yeah, Gabriel Iglesias. It's like, we're so sorry to hear that Gabriel Iglesias died, and he posts, I did? Was my funeral good? Was there cake? <laughs> I'm very sorry to hear it too. Yeah, he's like, I'm very sorry to hear it too. He goes, I've been on a world tour. I, he's like, apparently I've done half these shows dead. How come I haven't lost any weight? <laughs> you know? Wow. It was it was pretty funny. He just went on a, on a, on a tear. It was when funny. did that happen? Because I know the- Gabriella Iglesias, about two, three weeks ago. Oh, really? Because I know the, the McCulkey. McCulkey? Uh, McCulkey, yeah. McCulkey Culkin. <laughs> yeah. Well, Macaulay, Macaulay Malkin. Yeah, the Foam Alone guy. <laughs> Foam Alone, yeah. She, she, she. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a callback. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, I thought it was funny that because first time I, caller, long time listener. Long time caller, first time listener. <laughs> good to have you on the show. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like two but hours. They, they had said that he was in a band like the night before in. Um, yeah, he is. Was in the Carolinas. Is it Keanu Reeves band? No. no, but wasn't he? There was something on the news about that. They said that he, when they made that statement that he died, he was like, "I was in a band in the Carolinas playing." Or something yeah, he was like playing that. guitar or something in the like, band. Really? Somebody in the audience was like, "You're dead!" <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Like, Check it out. Like, really? <laughs> no encore tonight. <laughs> I'm dead. Like really? This is a really special show. <laughs> Apparently my last. Yeah. But um, getting back to the... Well, haven't we stayed in basically Stay, in yeah. music for a little bit there? Almost, sort of. Uh, getting back to the... With Pink, Insider. Yeah, Pink the Pink Floyd. Floyd. Uh, one of their members died early on. I can't remember his name. No, no, Sid Barrett didn't die early on. They retired him from the band because he had mental issues. That was it. Schizophrenia or something like that. He recorded a song... Or an album. Yeah, I think it was just one song. I told you about this. He recorded, yeah. he recorded two albums. Actually, he recorded enough for three albums, but they only released two. No, but I'm, by himself, mm-hmm. yeah, of his that. trip into his mental disorder. Whoa. Talk about heavy. It just gets really, really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it starts out all right, and it just, just becomes... It's 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 hard to explain, but uh, yeah, I wish I had my iPod. I'd play them for you. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty messed up. It's some weird shit. I listened to it, but it is some weird shit. I think okay. I thought you said you didn't finish it or something. No, I couldn't finish it. There's the, there's the two albums that were released, and then there's a third album of what they call outtakes, which are almost completed songs. Yeah, that was released many years thereafter. I'd actually kind of like to get it, to get them, all of them, and sit down and sit through them. But yeah, that's the first thing that I heard. Yeah, was, Opal's, Opal doesn't hold together well because it's mostly outtakes. Yeah, but the demos. And it stuff. was just weird, just weird, weird, weird. Mm. No, it was this person. This the one person last. He's now, dead. He's yeah. been dead. Yeah. He's been. Yeah. He died. About 2000? Something like that. Yeah. Maybe earlier. But yeah, he's been dead for a little while. It was wow. just weird. I mean, you know me. I mean, my one of my favorite movies is Jacob's Ladder, for God's sakes. And that's 
Which is on sale at Target on Blu-ray. But I don't have Blu-ray, so it kind of defeats the purpose. Oh, just in case somebody wanted to go get it. Yeah. I think it's like $10. No, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But it's actually listed... We were at Target yesterday, so... Uh, it's actually listed as one of the... Uh, what did I see? One of the best psychological horror films out there. Jacob's you know? Ladder? Yeah, Jacob's yeah. Ladder. And, uh, <clears throat> no, Sid Barrett. Yeah, Sid Barrett. He's... Uh, but it, it's like watching that, listening to those songs. It's like watching his, like the really crazy parts. You've never seen it, but it's like watching the really crazy parts in that movie as sound. It's, oh. I can sit through the movie. I've sat through it a half a dozen times. I got about halfway through the first album and was just like. Mad Cat Laughs? I guess. It was just a generic thing. It's like, this is blah blahs trip into insanity. Did it give you cover art at all? No, no. It was just a... It was like on SoundCloud. Okay, so it didn't have like a picture of the cover in there? No, no, no. And I was just... And I literally got about halfway into it. I went, whoa. Maybe it strikes too close to home. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I was just like, wow. That's just too much. And well, that's went why and listened to something else. Gracefully got him out of the band and replaced him with Gilmore. Yeah. And I saw a picture online the other day. It was like the only known picture of all five members of Pink Floyd together at one sitting. No, oh, that's kind of neat. So, Gilmore... Or maybe it was... I don't know. Was Waters there, too? Yeah, all, yeah everybody. It's like circa 1970 or something like that. Oh. It was before everybody hated each other. Yeah. So, right before. I mean, like, right after that picture, fuck you! <laughs> Fist no, fights. No, 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 no. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't start disintegrating until um, just before they did the wall. Yeah, well, that was Roger, not Roger. Yeah, Roger's big middle finger to the band is what I heard. No, what was happening was as they progressed, he was taking more and more charge of the band. Yeah. And he wanted everything basically to be his stuff. It wasn't, right, a, right. It wasn't a Lennon-McCartney affair anymore. It was, we're doing well, this. Well, it was. Doing, it was Lennon. Like, we were, we're doing this. We're like, doing Lennon this. and Stalin, but... <laughs> if you look at the albums... Dark Side of the Moon was the last time Richard Wright was credited with writing anything. Yeah. And you get to Wish You Were Here, it's, it's Gilmore, Waters, and then Animals is Gilmore, mostly Waters, and then time you get to The Wall, it's Waters, 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 and then like three songs have Gilmore credited, and like the best three songs on the album. Weird. <laughs> comfortably numb. And, Weird how that works. Yeah. Well, and The Wall almost wasn't The Wall either. Was it the floor? <clears throat> yes. Um, Ceiling? When he came in to, to pitch the idea, he had two ideas. Strike. And um, that's because I saw a lot of this on, online when I was reading reviews and stuff. Yeah. All these people were saying, it's not Pink Floyd without Roger Waters. It's not Pink Floyd without... People hadn't even heard the album yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or writing and stuff in. I'm like, well, yes it is because Roger Waters is not in the band anymore. Yeah, well, those are keyboard cowboys and anyways. If, and if you want to know what Pink Floyd would have sounded like if Roger Waters was still in the band, just go get Roger Waters' last album. Yeah. That's what Pink Floyd would have sounded like if they had continued. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, he brought two ideas to the band. One was The Wall. The other was The Pros and Cons of Hitchhiking. Oh, yeah. I remember so, hearing that title. So if <coughs> you, know, you want to know what Pink Floyd would have sounded like after the wall with Roger Waters. Pick up Roger Waters. Pick up the pros and cons of hitchhiking because that'd have been the next album. Oh, so he actually made the the, the album yeah. pros and cons. I mean, the final cut <clears throat> is the next album, but 
the band was disintegrating by that point. Yeah. He had fired Richard Wright out of the band, which I don't know how you do that with a founding member, but... You can. It's happened. Yeah, it to did. To me. You know, it happened to Richard Wright, too. Yeah. He was technically still fired when they made a Momentary Lapse of Reason, but they brought him back to play on the album, but for some reason, he wasn't technically part of the band. He was... Uh, Session player? Session player or something like that. Did he go on concert with him with that one? Yeah, he went on tour with him. That's odd. I think it was probably some sort of, you know, paperwork thing. Yeah, probably. You need one more album with us, so let's just get this. No, it's like some sort of paperwork thing why he wasn't technically. Oh. Because it's like, I think on the on the album, you look at it, it says Pink Floyd, it says David Gilmore, Nick Mason, and then like in smaller type, down below it says Richard Wright. And then the promotional photos for the album are just the two members, because I went to that tour and got the tour book and stuff like that. All right. <laughs> Do you think they'll come back on tour now? No. 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 This isn't really a touring album, anyways. Oh. You could, but they could. But I mean, everybody in the, you know, everybody that would go to it would be completely baked, and there'd be hookaliers everywhere. I mean, you know, Tina would make a fortune, but the band wouldn't. Well, it's, are we too old for that then? If we were to go to this, no, they've been around longer than we have. Yeah, you know, okay. that was the whole thing. When, like I said, Dark Side of the Moon came out in '73. Oh well, then we could. That one album is as old as I am. Right. Well, since the, that was the thing when this they announced this album was coming out, I had such weird feelings about. Kind you know, of stuff. <laughs> I don't have a filter for that. I know. <laughs> Larry's hand fart filter. Because in my house, there's always been Pink Floyd. Right. Because my brothers were listening to Pink Floyd when I was born, which was 71, for those who are paying attention. Which means he's older than me. A year after Larry. <laughs> How is that possible? I was born in 73. No, it's five, everybody knows it's five days. You're five days older. Then the, the Chris and I are the same year, too. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so you two old farts are, are <laughs> older. 71 was the year metal was released, so there's always been Pink Floyd in the house. So I've always had something coming in or going out, you know. Always. Yeah. And then they announced this new one, which... I mean, everybody kind of just figured that they had fade, they were faded away and there wouldn't be anything else. And they say there's going to be a new one, but it's the last one. I'm like, oh, great, yay! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Shit! <laughs> it's like well, for the last several, you know, I always get it. You know, day it comes out, take it home, put on my headphones, listen to the whole thing through. Some really sitting. big ones. Yeah, because those are the best kind. Yeah, they are. And. uh I've got two pair. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I'll, I'll get Amazon will deliver it the day it comes out, and I'll go in there and listen to it. But I'll never get to do it again. It's, no, you can always listen to one of the other albums. But there won't be a new album to listen to. Like uh, you didn't know there was going to be this album. No, because by this time, you just kind of settled into the fact that, oh, well. It's, yeah, they kind of faded away like a lot of bands. But now you know. And no, it's half the battle. They send, you know, they're going to send you a new album, but never again. Well, you sit down and listen to new Pink Floyd. No, but you can sit down and listen to new Gilmore or new... It's never the same. What's his nuts or pick up the next Roger Waters and listen to what Pink Floyd would be like. 
Hunter Waters has kind of gone off the deep end a little bit. I mean, I don't No! Well, his last album was an opera. I know. So, um, yeah. You're not going to sit down and listen to No, I love Radio Chaos and um, Amuse the Death, especially Amuse the Death. That's why he hangs out with me. But I'm not necessarily holding my breath for our new Roger Waters album. Oh. Since he's probably going the next thing he does is he's probably going to rehash the wall again. The floor. No, I mean, he apparently has found a bunch of footage that was taken during the original performances. Yeah. And is supposed to be working on putting together a, a movie version of the concert. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, for a long time that footage was supposed to be lost. Yeah, it was lost in his basement. Yeah, apparently it was lost in his basement. Well, it, it, it's something that they were talking about it and... Um, because there was a documentary crew there at several of the shows, and, and they kept saying, "Well, the, the footage is too dark; it, it, it's unwatchable." Blah blah. And then, like too dark, they can't see it, or too yeah, dark because brrr. too dark again. Okay, make out what's going on, and then apparently, like several minutes of it showed up in a documentary somewhere, and it looked perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Well, wait a minute that's that's the footage you're talking about, right? That looks great." Yeah. And now suddenly all of it's reappeared. And, yeah, and Roger Orders claims, I'm working on this and <coughs> we'll release it at some point. And yeah, that was lost in his basement. And we'll see. Well, he's British, lost in his attic. We'll they, see if it ever They don't have a lot of cellars in Britain. Yeah, I don't think he... They have a water problem. I think he has a lot of ideas about stuff he wants to do, but he doesn't follow through on it. Like Terry Gilliam, you know? Terry Gilliam's always working on a new project. Yeah. 90% of which we never see. Exactly. <laughs> he's working on... Uh, Brazil too. He's working on Lost in La Mancha again, or whatever. The, the man who killed Don Quixote. He's working on that again. Man of La Mancha. Well, it's no the man who killed Don Quixote. Don Quixote is the man of La Mancha. Yeah, he's supposedly working on that again because it went so well the first time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. This album is a lot more psychedelic <laughs> than because this is more like put. I think this is more like some of their old stuff. Well, there's a lot of sixties. There's a lot of flashbacks. To, there's a, a sequence in the first part that um, that sounds a lot like "Wish You Were Here." And there's yeah, bits and pieces throughout. That, you know, harken back to the earlier stuff. Yeah, I like how they made a really big deal about um, Stephen Hawking being on the. I kind of wish they hadn't done that. What put him on it? Well, he's on the division bell, right? And this is just left over from what they didn't use on the Division Bell. Yeah. Which ties it even closer to the Division Bell than... One more time. Yeah. Say it. What? Division Bell. Say Division Bell. Why? Because you've already said it three times. That's because this, the, the other album, it's, uh, I'm making a point. I know. It's one more. Well, would you like me to say the other album, that last album, that's not the last album? <laughs> Division Bell is supposed to be the last there. album? wasn't supposed to be, yeah. but everybody assumed it was, oh. because 20 years went by before <laughs> there was another one. True. I liked the Division Bell. It was good. People, people generally consider if you haven't put out an album in 10 years that you're probably not going to put out another one. Unless you're Weird Al. Weird Al usually puts out albums pretty regularly. Every couple of years. Back when we were younger, it would feel like 50 years between each album. Well, it's because we've only been alive for a certain number of years. Yeah. And when the space between the albums is like a tenth of your actual age, then yeah. 
it feels longer than it actually was. Yeah. I don't know if Kiss will ever stop. Well, they had three <laughs> farewell tours. If you've seen any recent pictures of them, they're going to stop, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Actually, well, no. What Bob Stanley to... was looking was looking pretty good up until you know recently, and he's looking pretty weathered now. Paul was saying because he had a, a health scare not too long ago. Did he? Yeah, because there was a his on Gene Simmons show where they they were performing somewhere and they had to take Paul Stanley off, and they finished the show as a trio. Oh wow! I didn't know that. That's wild. Because we just saw him. Yeah, we just saw him. You know, not that long ago when they oh, were he's here. Not dead. He's dead. He's like, oh, man. He's doing well. He's just not doing as well as he used to do. But uh, from uh, I was an interview with Paul, and he said, even if Gene and I aren't doing it, it can continue. Like Kiss can continue. And. Uh, and he said, and he meant the band. He said, I mean, the band can continue. And I'm like, yeah, they could, but it, it's not going to be the same. the same. There's not going to have the energy of Paul Stanley and not have the energy of Gene Simmons. It'll be two other people playing those parts. So well, they have two other people playing parts now. I understand, but those two parts aren't Paul and Gene. You know, those are the people that everybody recognizes. When you say kiss, the first thing that pops in your head is usually Gene's face. Mm-hmm as the demon, and then the second one is usually Paul Stanley as the star child. You don't go, you don't automatically Peter think- Peter Chris. Yeah, you don't automatically think Peter Ooh, Chris, Peter Chris yeah. or Ace Freely. Ace, what's his face? <laughs> oh, he's been, pretty ugly too. He just put out a new album, Freely, not that long ago. Well, he's been working pretty consistently, just no one ever hears it. Yeah. Although he does have like a diehard fan base. It's a small diehard fan base. Man, well, so does the guy who was the uh, Ankh. I don't know if he has a diehard fan base. He did for a little while, then he just kind of vanished off the face of the planet. What was the other band that Kiss put out? Like the was it the, the Midgets or something, or the Dwarves? Oh, no, they're a cover band. Yeah, they're a cover band. They're a Kiss they're, cover band. Oh, they are that. Okay. Yeah, they do an entire Kiss show, one third the size. Yeah. Okay. It's actually pretty Because they were on Gene Simmons' show at one point. Yeah, too. yeah. He actually, he's uh, he's a big fan of theirs. He's like, you guys are probably one of the few bands that do us justice. So, But only a third of the justice. But only a third of the justice. <laughs> hey, we're staying on sort of on topic. We're staying in music. <laughs> I mean, All right. the Pink Floyd part's kind of over. We can only talk about we'll it so much. We'll go back much. to that. We'll go back <clears> to that. <throat> we can. We can talk about all their other albums. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, you could. I only know. Well, from... the thing is, did you ever see Pink Floyd in concert? Twice. Where? Um, once at the Omni, once say, at Bobby Dodd. I was gonna say once had to have been at the Omni. Mm-hmm. The Omni in '87 and Bobby Dodd in '94. What was your first concert? First concert was ELO in '77. Oh, at the Omni for the Out of the Blue tour. Wow. That's a that's a long time ago. Now, if you ask me what my last one was, I'll have trouble remembering. Because what was your last been, concert? It's been a long time. Have I been to anybody since Eric Clapton? <laughs> well, I guess no. Sticks and Yes would be the last one. With, oh, with Talon. Yeah, there you go. Because that was just recently. It's been several years now. <laughs> Two, three. Not, not not a lot. They were just here. Well, I wasn't there though. No, I'm just saying. I wasn't there for the last one, though. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Did you see a Pink Floyd? Nope. Concert? Never been to Pink Floyd. That wasn't my dad's bag. My first concert was the uh, Jackson 5. <laughs> the Wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> Not that young. <laughs> my first concert was the Jackson 5. Michael Jackson came out of a big spider. That was the Jacksons, not the Jackson 5. No, it was the Jackson 5. It's the Jacksons. It says right there on the album, the Jacksons. They were What's promoting that? it as the Jackson 5. Okay. Wonderful was, fantasy type painting of, of them looking all butch and macho. Yeah, and it was at uh, Fulton County Stadium. The victory Tour. We had fourth or fifth row. I was 12. So, yeah, 12. Maybe maybe 11 or maybe I hadn't hit 12 yet. And that was my first tour. And then there was a good 10 years before I was <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? That's, yeah. that's what high school's for. Yeah, when you're paying $15,000 a year to go to high school, you, you go and see all the tours you can go to. Let's see, that's your problem. <laughs> I got a great education, that's my problem. Got a great education that I don't use. <laughs> I got a great education, too. I know my Pythagorean theorem. And you know the periodic table, too. I know the periodic table. I actually have that upstairs in my my uh, closet. Big roll-out thing. It's about, about as big as the table here in Studio A. <laughs> the periodic table. So what was your second one, then? My second tour? I mean, my second concert? Yeah, your second tour. When you're, <coughs> you're on tour the second time. <laughs> Uh, was 90-something, and it was Lollapalooza. I went to go see uh, whoever was in that, but we were there mostly for, uh, oh, shit, Primus. So I went and saw oh, that. Oh, the South Park guys? Yes, the South Park guy. So I went and saw that. And then uh, after that, I saw, oh, God, I'm, I'm going blank. Everything else after that was Kiss and Rush. No, no, that, there was no. I've only seen Kiss twice, right? Twice. You've seen it as many times as I have. Yeah, Kiss was twice. No, I'm wrong. It wasn't. Yes, it was. It was the Lollapalooza tour. Then, then, then it was uh, when I was in college. I went with my first year roommate in '92, and I went and saw uh, in theater of the round at the BJCC. I saw Def Leppard. And then I saw a bunch of them in college for free because I was a DJ. Uh, but they're, you know, they were name name acts, but they were all done at the bars on on campus. New name acts. What? New name. No, acts. some of them were older. Some of them were older. Either on the way up or on the way down. <laughs> yeah. And or in uh, some cases, both. Uh, I knew Creed before they became a big hit and then a flop. When I was living down in Florida. Well, Creed, Creed's funny. I think what happened to Creed was that, like, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. This is religious. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, then Scott Stapp lied and said, oh, no, that's not, it's not Christian rock. And everybody went, yeah, it is. Yeah. Every single one of your... started listening to it and going, like, oh, no, I'm listening to the Christian rock. Yeah, and everybody went, every single one of your songs has <laughs> to do with God or Jesus. So, yeah. Well, no one noticed it first. Not the and first they, album, everybody was but the second one. Well, that in his videos when he's doing this. Going gaga over it. And yeah. Then they realized the Christian art, they don't want to touch it anymore. Yeah. They just kept their mouth shut. Yeah. Well, he didn't open his mouth and say, no, it's not. 
because they were a big Christian rock band before they got found mm -hmm. down in Florida. That's where they're from. And when I was listening to the radio down there, that's, I mean, that was right when they got that first album, right when that first album hit before it got big. Because we as a culture only let Christian music get so far. I have to keep it down, you know? Yeah. Unless you're Striper. Even then, I mean, no. there's still, I mean, they're still not playing, they're still not playing the Omni. <laughs> which is, <laughs> it never will. Which is great. <laughs> as long as I'm on this earth, Striper will never they, play the Omni. Damn it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then. I can't a, speak for Phillips Arena, but. <laughs> no, no. But uh, then it became the Rush. And I've seen Rush almost every time they've been in Atlanta since Roll the Bones tour. So whenever that was, in my head, you say "Roll the Bones." I think, oh, it's one of those new albums. No, 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 no that's not a new one. Because I, I think of Rush, I think of Permanent Ways. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, I've listened to them since, you know, even when I was a kid. And I was because those are the ones we had, you know. Well, you had not my house, but uh, I can't even think when the Roll the Roll the Bones tour was. I'm gonna say '97, '98. Really? You don't think it was uh, earlier than that? Oh, it could have been. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up. So, but... Uh, roll the bones. 91. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, since then... See, I, I don't know a whole lot about New Rush. <laughs> since then, I've seen them at least once every time they've come into Atlanta. That's the one band I've seen more than anything else, really. I mean, except for like Ghostbusters, but it's not a band. So, I've seen Ghostbusters the movie over 400 times. Well, yeah, that's not really a touring band. No, right. But yeah, I've seen I've seen Rush. I don't know, 15, 10. No, it's gonna be more than 10 times, 10, 15 times. Yeah. I mean, ever since 91, so there you go. Once a year since 91 that they came into Atlanta. I've seen Bad Company three times. I've seen Damn Yankees twice. I saw, I saw the Flaming Lips and... I Sticks twice. Oh, crap. Candlebox. I saw Van Halen four times. I saw Van Halen three oh, times. Maybe, maybe, I saw Def Leppard three no, times. No, maybe five times. Oh, wow. No, I guess it's five times. Oh, wow. <laughs> Matt would like to talk to you about that, if you can remember anything from him. Yeah, well, they released a live album at the last one I went to. Oh, did they? Yeah, because they recorded um, their live album at the Lakewood show. Oh, okay. For uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge. Oh, Van Hagar, yeah. <laughs> Van Halen. We haven't gotten back to Pink Floyd yet. Um, I saw Tears for Fears at the Fox. That's actually kind of cool. I saw Eddie Money at the Fox. It was a really good show, too. It was a lot better than it's supposed to have been. <laughs> what do you mean, better than it was supposed to have been? Because well, I mean, it, at the time he was supposedly past his prime. You know, it was, it was um, like a tour after he had his comeback. Yeah. Which really wasn't a comeback. He'd never gone away, but people had quit don't call it a comeback. People had kind of paying attention to him. Yeah. And then he had those two songs, mid '80s, went away for a little while. And he was back on tour. I don't even know if it was for an album or if he was just touring for the hell of it. That's what a lot of those guys do now. Yeah, my, my brother 
heard about it and said, we, we should go see him. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I like any money. And we had like fourth row seats. I mean, it's like really good seats. Oh, wow. But you, you're just kind of expecting, oh, we come out and play the songs and blah, blah, blah. You're not really expecting this really great show. And we got there and he put on a really great show. Oh, I saw the Eagles. Oh, no, it, it was, I'm telling you, it was, it was 80, it must have been 80, 86. I think I saw the Eagles in 93 or 94. That's in 86 because... Cleveland. Because the... Maybe it was earlier. The Pink Floyd show was the no. um, was the following year. and Or maybe in 87 and I saw Floyd in 88. Because the, the same bass player that was playing with Eddie Money was now playing in Pink Floyd. Oh, that's funny. Because I remember him because he was in a band called The Truth, I believe. Like in the one year in between, they had like a hit. And then Never even heard of him. The band disintegrated, and he wound up playing with Pink Floyd live. And I remember because he, oh, he had his bass tucked up way up under his arm, so he had the bass would be. So he's playing up the here. The bass would be parallel to the ground. Yeah, he's playing it way up here like that. So I remember I saw somebody do that before, and I found out it's the same guy. <laughs> like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't understand how people can play so high up. I saw Eddie Money once, but I saw that bass player twice. <laughs> I saw that dude twice. I've seen him twice. Boo, get off the stage. Go play with Eddie Money, you jerk. Your bass playing makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it sounds good, but it looks atrocious. <laughs> it sounds good, but ow. Yeah, it looks, it looks painful. You need uh, to stop that. It hurts my armpit. Well, I've seen Gloria at Stefan. I saw the Gypsy Kings at... Uh, um, Chastain Park, too. Yeah, they're good. That's a good that's show. A good Gypsy Kings. I've been to Chastain three times, maybe? I've been, we've been there three or four times mm-hmm. since we've been married. No, maybe only twice. Let's see, we've seen Michael McDonald there Michael twice. Michael McDonald, too. There's another one we've seen there. And then that's whoever that's he was with. Oh, we saw the Reverend uh, Al Green. We did. Michael McDonald's with our strong flavor. <laughs> yes, yes. We should name a podcast after that. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, but before the two Michael McDonald's, years before, we saw the Gypsy Kings there. That was really good. Everybody's up and dancing. I'm like, shut down, you fucking old bastard. Ugh, shoving people over. Can't fucking see the band. You're too young for this. Fuck you. Everybody's going to die. No, so we went there twice, and both times it was work-related. It was like... The company decided they wanted to do some sort of summer outing thing. Yeah. And the first year, it's like, well, we'll go see a, we'll go see something at Chastain. And we had the Chastain schedule. And I'm like, oh, here's Deborah Harry and Culture Club are coming. That'll be kind of fun. And, and then, of course, no, 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 because this is... Deborah Harry, yes. Culture Club, This is because it's work-related. It has to be, quote-unquote, family-friendly. And I guess Culture Club's not family-friendly. Well, Deborah Harry does a lot of her punk stuff, too. I don't care. I know you <laughs> don't. <clears throat> and there was, some, there was several other bands, but apparently the one they decided on was Kenny Loggins. Oh, there you go. Wait, who? You can't get more friendly friendly than a dancing rodent. Who does put on a good show, yeah. but it's very tame. Uh, yeah, it's Kenny Loggins. But he you know, does all his. Like, he does oh, all his hits except Danger Zone. He doesn't do Danger Zone. Not this tour, he didn't. Oh. 
Why not? But he did manage to squeeze that Pooh Corner song in there. Pooh Corner? Yeah, the house on Pooh Corner. You do your research next time. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll have to listen to it. It's probably on Spotify somewhere. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad song, but it's, it's a song that's exactly what you would think it is being called The House on Blue Corner. It has to do with Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Okay. I'll listen to it. Just so I Listen can... to the Loggins Messina version, not the re- re-recording. I'll listen to whatever they give me. You want me. the hardcore version. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Where Pooh comes out of his house and kills Rabbit and Rue and everybody. No, he, he re-recorded it and added a verse for his kid later on, which is very sweet, but... Kind of sappy. No. Something I'm yeah. really eager to tune into at the moment. Yeah. So what was the other concert? The other concert was the BB King Blues Festival. Oh. So it was BB King was there, obviously. No. And Dr. John was there. Oh wow. And I love Dr. John. Two other bands. One one was actually I I can't remember who they were, but they were supposed to be like this big thing. They were gonna be the next big thing and then they didn't. They did, yeah. I can't remember who it was. It was on the air I interviewed Who's the band that... Oh, we knew a band that was big in the college scene at the time. Me and, and uh, her priest. RBC, RE something. I don't remember how they, how they were called, but they never amounted to anything. No, they, they actually—they were actually pretty... They were actually, they're still out there. It's not the Deftones. You're, you're not talking about Clarence. Creedence Clearwater Revival? No. <laughs> CCR. Why? Well, I never met them. I met the Misfits, though. One of the... One, no, one, Clarence Clemens. No, not Clarence Clemens. <laughs> Clarence, that was Clearwater Revival. No, this was uh, awesome. like Puddle of Mud or something. Some, yeah, something like that, yeah. But, uh, uh, so I met them and interviewed them. I interviewed Robert Cray from well, Robert, Robert Cray. I like Robert Cray. Yeah. Although, in all honesty, I only have the one album. And uh, a couple other people. I listen to it a lot. Yeah, a couple other people I dealt with uh, on the radio at school and uh, it was I mean a couple of them have become big because you know you've heard of them you know, uh, and then a couple of them disappeared there's one on the college campus they were really into ska and I thought they were going to take off but after college they just stopped they were just like okay thanks we just went their separate ways okay we can't stand each other anymore bye but they put out a, they put out an album called Milk and they sold 50,000 copies and I can't find the I can't find a copy anywhere eBay I've even been I've been on eBay I've actually been to well, it's gonna be hard to find this with the name of the album and not the name of the band I, I can't think of the name of the band that's why that's why uh, well, that's why we use Google yeah I've done that and, that's, and that's there's a either. lot of people who have there's a milk ska, a ska band yeah you know I never really went in and typed in ska band Tuscaloosa Alabama Maybe you should do that. Yeah, he is. We could have had Siri look it up. Pain. Pain? Pain was an American rock band from Mobile and Tuscaloosa, Alabama that was active between 1994 and 1999. Yeah, it would have been about 94, yeah. You think that was the name of Pain? Uh, did they have a they have a picture of the of an album? No, I just got please donate now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it would have been about 94, 95. Although the band has not pain? toured or released an album since 2000. The band's official status is on hiatus. Yeah. Broke up. Discography. Here we go. Uh, Goggins is the name of an 
Oh, Goggins, released in 1994 on Goggins Records, currently out of print. Here, let me, let me. There's a song called Is there a picture? No. There's a song called Milk. And then there's. There you go. Released in 1996 on Goggins Records, reissued in 2003. There is a album called Midgets with Guns, (laughs) the second song of which is Milk. There you go. But the the second song on Goggins was Milk. Yeah. They just re-released it. And... Wonderful Beef, released in 1997. The first song is Malk. Apparently they had something to do with milk. So you said it was Goggins? I have to write this down for my own thing. Well, that was the first, that was the first album. Yeah. How does that spell? Um, G-O-G-G-I-N-S? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, there you go. No. Yeah, that's it. There you go. You couldn't do this Why? I couldn't do what? Why? <laughs> Find this information? Why? Because I could only was going off the song title. So basically, next time I'm over here, I have to bring you the. Uh, I have to bring you a copy of this. Of uh, Goggins? Yeah. What are you gonna go hunt it down? Sure, it's kind of a hobby of mine. That'd be super cool, dude. And I'll have to find this one too. Plays like the arcade. Oh, that's so cool! Oh, it's an old Atari cool. uh, uh, thing. You saw the uh, Venture Brothers release one of their DVD sets in a packaging that was a replica of the Atari packaging. Oh, no, that's funny. I didn't know that. The whole box and everything was made up to look like the old Atari cartridge packages. That's pretty cool. Oh, I got to See, now I got to go online and, and really start going ape Sp- shit. Find on Spotify. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna, that's the first place I'm going to look. I'm going to go paint Goggins. If it comes up, I'm going to wet myself. Oh, wait till you, wait till I leave and do that. <laughs> I don't care about the carpet up there. <laughs> the carpet. It's gonna leak through the ceiling and onto this carpet. That'd be a lot of pee. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I've been peed in a month and a half. <laughs> and you know what? You'll have to wash your jeans, not me. No, I'll take my pants off first. Well, he'll wash his jeans. You got to wash the carpet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to wash the carpet. Got the carpet, the ceiling, thanks, all thanks. the in, all the, uh, the hookah uh, insulation in between. The hookah layer, the table. We're actually talking about uh, removing the hookah layer. Yeah, I know. And putting in a new light. A shanduka? No, no. Just a just a solo light. A solo light. A yeah. Han Solo. Yes, just a Han Solo light. It'll be a lightsaber. Well, that would be a Han Solo. Just hanging there. He has the Force. That's why he's so lucky. But he doesn't carry a lightsaber. No, because he doesn't realize he has the Force. Just that one time when no one was watching. (laughs) That was in his room alone. No, it was over in Hoth. (laughs) Chewie wasn't around. Chewie wasn't around, and Luke was unconscious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, they, they smell even worse on the inside. But I hadn't thought about it, you know, in forever, but it occurs to me, like, Han doesn't carry, like, a pocket knife or something? <laughs> He's probably got a vibro blade. That's usually what, that's the knives and the axes. Like, all the Gamorrean guards, all yeah. their axes are vibro blades. Um, it's nice to put a nifty title on it, but they kind of look like <laughs> props to me. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, that's what that's what they're called, they're vibro yeah, axes. And they shake it, like, a thousand RPM or something. Yeah. It's just... They're electric knives. Basically, yeah. But faster. They're, they're awesome for carving turkeys. And people. Well, that just comes out of a conversation. It's like, this is like futuristic sci-fi and all, and they're carrying axes. Like, not just axes. They're uh, vibroblades. <laughs> well, it's also <laughs> long ago in a galaxy far, far away. But the technology is futuristic. 
ish. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, but then you look at the uh, the prequels, and weirdly enough, the stuff is even more futuristic. Well, that was back at the height of the Republic. Ah. Everything has, has degraded since the Empire took over. Oh, okay. The Empire stuff looks nice and spiffy. Yeah, that's true. The X-Wings look like they could use a nice polish. <laughs> Maybe a paint job. This isn't coming off. <laughs> Quit cleaning it, it'll fall apart. <laughs> the dirt's holding it together. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and we saw it. Give this to the new guy. Here, Bill. <laughs> this is yours. Oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Give this one to Porkins. <laughs> and we just completely went off of Anything that has to do with music at all at that yeah, point. Perkins is British. So? We're still in the British field. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're all the Empire, strangely enough. Well, so we're all the Nazis. They were all British? And Roman soldiers are always British, too. That's true. Why is everybody always British? People just the people in America assume that a British accent means you're a bad guy. But wait a minute, what about the guys from Monty Python? They're not I mean, they're British, but they're not bad guys. They all played Roman soldiers. He's got you there. They played all the parts, so good <laughs> no guy, bad guy, and different guys. <laughs> oh, well. And so this was a big week for Stephen Hawking. Why? Well, because the Pink Floyd release on Monday... Yeah, it's not a big week for him. He could care less. And then on Tuesday, they released the Money Python on, on the home video. Our, the one that we went and saw. Yeah. Why is that big? He's, in, the, he's in it. Is, oh yeah, he is. He is. He is. Wow, he's a famous guy. Well, he's already he's been famous he's already for famous, a but he had two time. two major releases in one week. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been forever since he's had a major release. <laughs> yeah. On, on Blu-ray. <laughs> Or at all, really. That's your dirty, funny dirtly. thing all in one. That's your dirtly, dirtly. That's your dirtly, dirtly comment right there. Dirtly comment. Uh, that sounds like a break point. Dirtly? Yeah. Dirtly. Dirtly. Break. Dirtly. Well, that was just silly. There was no mention at all about anything that Mr. Larry said there would be. That's terrible, just lying to your guest house like that. Santa will be notified. Wait, the guy behind the glass is shaking his head. Oh, no? Oh, ne never mind. I didn't know he was that Larry. Well, for Chris, Larry and Holly, I'm Piggle, saying, enjoy your time on this planet, because it isn't very long. Oh. Oh, oh now I'm depressed. This will all be edited out. No, you should leave it in. It's riveting. This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by The Dictionary. Wonder where we got all those great vocabulary words from? 
Well, one to know more. AR Products has released the dictionary. Now you can use all of the new vocabulary words we have here on Achieving Reality, the podcast. Fit them into everyday speech. Use them on your boss. Use them on your mother-in-law. Use them everywhere. The dictionary. This will expand your vocabulary exponentially. The dictionary by AR Products. It's great. Really? We have a whole dictionary and that's the adjective we use? Ugh.